Do you want to know how I can quickly tell if someone is likely to achieve a goal that they've set or not? Then listen in today. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 28. And let's dive into the topic of goal setting. At the time of recording this, we are getting to the last few days of November. And yep, we're looking forward to putting up our festive Christmas tree at the end of this week. We've got our niece and our nephew coming over just to get into that Christmas spirit as well. And I know that you're going to hear, just like I will, Many people, when we get into December, starting to talk about their goals for 2019, or that sounds bizarre when I even say that, or whatever year it is that you're listening to. We often have that point where it's like, right, a new year, a new me. And this isn't about setting goals per se. Obviously, setting goals is a big part of what I do for myself and for my clients. But what I want to talk about is not the mechanics behind setting goals necessarily here, but more about how do you know if you've chosen the right goal for you? And are you likely to achieve that goal that you've set? Or is it one of those goals that you'll come back to next year and think, okay, now's the time that I'm going to go after that goal? So a big part of me being a performance and a mindset coach for small business and entrepreneurs obviously revolves around goal setting because we need to make sure that you've got your right design for you and your business rock solid. But like I've said in all the podcast episodes, it's not just about the goals. We have to also make sure that you've got the mindsets right and also the strategies as well. But today, let's kind of talk about the design and the mindsets combined together. So when I'm speaking to someone, whether they're choosing to be a client or a client that's coming to me and they're setting a new goal or just someone that I'm having a conversation with, not everybody. I'm not one of those guys that I'm at the supermarket and I then say, oh, what's your goals? But generally when I'm out there having conversations, hearing about what people do, especially if it's around business, the topic often goes to, oh, what are you working on? What are you looking to achieve at the moment? And I can often really quickly figure out if that person is going to really go after that goal and make it happen. And it's all around how they talk about that goal. Because sometimes people are so black and white around their goal setting. They're so clinical. There's no energy. There's no passion in it as well. And they've actually got no reason for that goal that's really kind of spicing it up or giving them that kind of that, that juice or that fuel to make it happen as well. And if you don't have that passion, if you're not even talking about it in a passionate way, or when you think about it, if it's not just grabbing your attention... Well, I'm sorry to give you some home truth, but it's likely not to have your full attention or even your priority. And when things get busy or when things get tough, are you really going to have the stamina to go, this is a goal that's really important to me and come on, bring on, I'm going to do it. 
And another way that I can really figure it out is so it's not about you having to be all motivational and all rah-rah and whoop about your goal, not at all. But if you then just take that conversation and then you could do this in your own head or if you're talking to someone else and this is what I do with my clients, if you then just go underneath the surface in terms of, okay, curious, what made you choose that specific goal? And that then allows you to smoke out a lot more around that goal and why they chose that particular target as well. Because if they've just chosen a goal, and sometimes it could just be the goal that they think that they should do, and it's meaningless for them. It doesn't actually, like I said before, give them any purpose or any passion around it. So I want you to listen to the words that you are saying to your own self inside your head. And also, if you're talking about your goals to other people, watch the words that are coming out of your mouth and listen to what other people are saying to you if you ask them this question. So I hear many people use words and again I'm putting my hand up here to say I've done this many times and I have to still catch myself at times as well. The goals that come around with words such I should really do this or I have to do this or I must make this happen. Well, those words, I should, I should, I should, I should, well, a lot of people just should all over themselves. Or I have to. Think about it. If you say to yourself, I have to do that or I must do that, are you really choosing those goals? Or is it more out of an obligation or what you think you should do? And that can come down to you comparing yourself to others or what other people in your industry are going after your goals or the expectations of family, your partners, your friends, your peers, whoever that might be. But actually ask yourself, are those really your goals as well? Because typically, if you're using words such as I should, I have to, I must, you're not going to be jumping for joy. You're not necessarily going to be lit up by going, this is a goal that I'm really excited about. These are the goals that I'm choosing to do. These are the goals that I want to make happen as well. And therefore, if you, like I said before, don't have that energy in them, are you going to have the willpower or do the strategies that are really going to be necessary to make those goals come alive? Ask yourself that. What's your response? Yep, are you talking to yourself now? Well, whatever you're saying, then that's a good indication in terms of is it the right goal for you that you've chosen? So even here in terms of think about the way that you see your goals or you think about your goals. If you're seeing them and they are quite black and white or they're quite bland, what I'd recommend that you do is put some life into them, put some energy into them, put a lot more meaning into them and colour. So think about it. I always use this example when I'm doing speaker sessions. If you set goals, it's like actually going to watch a movie. So you go and see a show and let's say, for example, it's a nine o'clock show. You know fine well that the show's not going to start at nine o'clock because what do they show beforehand? They show you the previews or the trailers and you're sitting there and you're making a decision in that moment to go, is that the movie that I want to go and see? And let's say, for example, for me, if it's like the Fantastic Beast movie trailer came on and honestly I was hooked. I'm a big massive Harry Potter fan if you don't know that already. And for me, as soon as that music came on or the theme tune, I was hooked. I was like, this is a movie that I'm absolutely going to make a decision and take action to go and see in the cinema. It's like going back to the wizarding world for me. It's all pure magic. But think about it. Movie trailers have a combination of sounds and images and excitement and they give you a preview of what is going to happen in that movie. And therefore, that inspires you to make a decision to go, am I going to go after that? Am I going to go and see it? Am I going to invest my time, my money, my energy to make that happen? But let's say if they just had someone come up on the screen and say, 
in this movie there's going to be a main character and he is a wizard and he's going to go and do x y and z and it's out on this day would you be inspired absolutely not but think about it when you set your own goals are you setting it in that boring way that clinical way that doesn't inspire you so i suggest that you use a movie trailer and this comes into my training and my experience of working with the tools from neuro-linguistic programming nlp because it helps you to really tackle and tap into that part of your unconscious mind that really operates because we do all operate in autopilot a lot of times so once you've got that movie trailer in your mind and you've got that vision in terms of this is a preview of what I want to make happen so it's like visualization then if you're still not excited about it promise me you'll just get rid of that goal or you just spend some time to clarify it and actually go right what would it look like for me until I do get passionate and I do get that feeling of this is it because if you are in the current moment not excited about it the chances are that if you were to make it happen and again if you were to because it would take time and effort to make that happen then you'd get there and you'd go oh is this it so take this as a moment to get an advanced preview of your goals and if they're not exciting you edit them update them make them actually more your goals so therefore you actually give yourself a reason to go after them The next key thing is about when you question yourself or others about goals, you want to understand what made them choose that particular target. Because again, goals need a strong purpose. Simon Sinek talks about it in terms of start with why, and it really is true. So if you've set yourself a goal for, let's say, a revenue target or a profit target, ask yourself, why have you chosen that number? Is it because it's going to help you achieve something or it's got some meaning behind it? Will that help you with investments? Will that help you to make something happen? Will that help you to purchase something? Because if you don't even have a meaning around something like money, it can often just take a lot of the energy away from it or again, the incentive to go and make that happen. That meaning could be anything and it has to be your meaning around it as well. So instead of just going, oh, I should really have a six-figure launch or I should take my business, I should 10x it or I should double it, just ask yourself, why are you choosing that number? And I'm not saying at all to settle for where you are. That's absolutely not the case. But I just want to make sure that you are thinking about why am I choosing that number and what would I have to do to make that number achievable for me so let's say for example if you say i want to double my targets for revenue well are you also willing to change the way that you might be working the way that you show up your marketing your promotions or actually could that potentially jeopardize another part of your life that is also important to you and you have other goals as well so you want to make sure that your goals are not competing against each other So here, ask yourself, and that's why it's important to do things like numbers. And I remember talking to one of the wonderful guys on my 90 Day Mastermind program, and in his hot seat, he was talking about the whole purpose of him actually going after certain goals was to have money to basically fund his children to go to a certain school. And it was so important to him and his wife. Therefore, that money had a reason, it had a purpose, which is then fueling him to to go after and make things happen as well. So... Do you understand what I mean by this? Please just take some time to make sure that you go, why am I choosing that number? And this can also apply in all areas of life as well. It could be, let's say you want to go on a certain holiday. Well, why is it you want to go to that particular place? And again, just 
dive into that a wee bit more because I love going on summer holidays, I love going on different types of holidays, but there's a particular place that I love going, a particular resort, and the reason why I like going there is because it's so family friendly, it's also very luxurious in a nice way, it's not filled with lots of water slides and you know like a, a soft play in a summer holiday, that's actually my idea of a nightmare. And it gives us that quality time with our boys and Shireen because life generally can be quite hectic for us. And that time just allows us to completely unplug and spend that quality time. Yes, it does generally cost a lot more compared to other holidays that we could choose to go on. But honestly, there's a reason behind it. And that absolutely just fuels me to go. That's why I want to go to those particular holidays. And again, even if I think back to when I left the corporate world, I loved my job. I did enjoy a lot of it. I loved being in the corporate world. But why did I leave? Well, I came across a toolkit from the world of NLP back in the times. And honestly, this was where, again, it was like real practical magic happened. I was able to work with people to help them to get over fears and phobias, increase their confidence to get them to have clarity. And I would actually spend more of my time wanting to coach people in meetings, colleagues and peers around NLP, rather than actually going to do my job at times as well. So that gave me a real reason reason of why did I do it? Why did I want to do it? It was about how to help other people. How do I then use this tool to actually get out there to make it happen as well? So for me, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to start my own business because I want to go and make loads of money because actually I could have achieved that goal by still being in the corporate world. It was more about, okay, where do I think I could make the biggest impact? Where do I think actually what I could do will have more value? And it was, I'm always been about helping people. And that's why I even got into HR. What I quickly realized though was being a HR manager for Marks and Spencers and many other companies, I'm sure as well, didn't actually let me spend the majority of my time helping people because I was spending my time doing absences, disciplinaries, grievances, and all that not so fun part of HR. And that's why I quickly transitioned into more of a learning development role and actually moved into training and doing what I'm doing effectively now. So the reason why I'm saying that is because if I didn't have that strong enough why, it could have just been that pipe dream of, oh, that sounds good. And I still see so many people that they're in a job that they don't like doing and they keep saying, I'm going to change, I want to change, at some point I'm going to do that. But they just don't have a strong enough why to then allow them to take that next step. And yes, you might be thinking, but I've got all these reasons and valid things that are holding me back. And yes, you have to think about some of those and actually ask yourself, if you could find a way around it, would that help you to move forward? But again, really ask yourself, is it compelling enough for me? That vision of what I want to make happen or I could make happen, is that big enough to inspire me to actually move forward from where I am at the moment? So one thing I use when I'm making any decisions, especially business decisions, is I have what I call my why. And my mentor, um, years ago when I was in a retreat in Bali, there's a few mentors there. And Roger Hamilton, he helped us to focus on what is our enterprise promise. This is like our compass that helps us to go, why do we do what we do? And for me here at Rapid Transformation, my enterprise promise is all about embracing entrepreneurship from the inside out. That's what I love helping individuals do. That's why I love helping people that have come from a corporate world or a traditional world, because they typically don't act or think or feel like a entrepreneur they're still having to think like an employee often and it's about how do we break that shackles and I know that because I've been there and done that as well 
And then as a performance coach, I spend a lot of time and angles around, well, what's happening inside your head that's stopping you or getting in your way as well. And that's why it's very much an inside out approach. Any time that I've got an opportunity to do something and if it doesn't really fit in with that mission or that why to embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, then when it comes to rapid transformation core work, I go, actually, that's a great idea, but not for me as well. At times, it can actually be a challenge, especially if somebody's going, oh, we really want you, or it's a it's a great company to work for, or it could be quite lucrative. I go, is that actually going to be a distraction? Is it going to motivate me? Is it going to help me move things forward in terms of my vision? So again, I just ask you, what do you need to get clear about in terms of your why or your version of your enterprise promise of what you want to make happen to allow you to actually use that as a guiding principle? And this is also why I still love coaching one-to-one clients because I know I can make such an impact with them because we can get into what's really happening below the surface to really give them that time, that space that they deserve to go what are you actually doing well and where are there areas for either fine-tuning or to overhaul things as well. But I also love working with groups and that's why actually it inspired me to do the 90-day mastermind because again it wasn't just a let's do it for the sake of doing it. I wanted to have the reason behind that is for the group of people to learn from each other, to be inspired by each other, but also to achieve more than they actually expected that they could in a focused 90 days and do that in a way that is giving me the chance to still work with them and coach them on a one-to-one basis, but also get the beauty of being in a small group and learning from others as well. And the reason why I know that that is actually a solid why for me is because when I get messages, for example, there's one wonderful lady in this current group as well. So I know you listen to this, so you might recognize me talking about you here, who has achieved a massive goal. So she set out to basically get three big lucrative contracts during the 90 day period. And we're not even finished the 90 days. We've got about another 14 days. And she posted into the group to say that she's just had confirmation of her third client signed up and effectively she's now smashed her 90 day target before the 90 days and honestly when I read that I felt just proud as punch knowing that actually she did that because she was so passionate about it and also part of it was to have the clarity and to get rid of a lot of the distractions but also there was accountability from me and also her peers in the mastermind that helped her to go let's keep the faith let's keep the actions and actually let's make it happen as well so I just encourage you to think about why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you setting yourself that goal? Whether that's a new product that you're looking to launch, whether that's a new service, really question yourself to go, why? Why, why, why? So I think you've got the message in terms of why it's so important to know your why, because that can then help you to really get that motivation to make it happen as well. But one key thing I'd say here is if your why is actually not about you, let's say, for example, you're doing it for other people, if you're doing it for your family, if you're doing it for your partner, if you're doing it for the particular customers or whoever that might be, I'd always ask you to go, right, take that one next step. And if you were to help them do that, why does that matter to you? And that just allows you to have more of a personal connection and more of an attachment to it for your own reason. So it's not like it's just you're doing it for an external reason. It's like, a, I want to make that happen. It might be for someone that's close to you, like your family, but you go, what's that going to mean for you? How's it going to make you feel? And that then helps to keep you in the driver's seat to go, you are the one that can make that happen as well. 
And there's also four magical questions that come from the NLP toolkit that really can make a profound impact. And it can allow you to, again, just really check in on your goals to go, are these the right goals for you? And the reason why they work is because they actually really are, it's like they're communicating to your unconscious mind. And I'm not going all woo-woo here, but what I'd say is, please don't try and make sense of these questions logically. I want you to instead just go, what comes up for you? So what's your reaction? Because again, I've seen it so many times when I've asked these questions to other people and you just see a look in their face or something comes out of their mouth and they go, oh, where did that come from? And this is where it's like you're communicating and really digging deep to go, actually, what's really happening inside your head? So pay attention to how you feel, what thoughts pop up in your mind, or what words just come out of your mouth as well as a result of asking yourself these four questions. I'll also pop these questions in the show notes, which you'll find at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash 28. Or if you're listening to this in a smartphone, then you can keep looking down and you should be able to see the show notes there as well. And you'll find there's four questions. So you'd want to think about these questions in relation to a goal that you're working towards at the moment. And you can also think about them in the context of a future goal that you're considering going after as well. So the first question is, what would happen if you achieve it? The second question, what won't happen if you achieve it? The third question, what would happen if you don't achieve it? And the fourth question, what wouldn't happen if you don't achieve it? I'm going to say it again. So the first question, what would happen if you achieve it? And then what won't happen if you achieve it? The third one, what would happen if you didn't achieve it? And the fourth one, what won't happen if you didn't achieve it? And all I want you to do is just to see what reactions that you get as a result of asking yourself or mulling these questions over and over again. So I just encourage you to just keep asking these questions just over and over again and see what pops up for you without trying to be too logical. And my experience of using these questions for myself and for my clients over the last 13, 14 years is there's a few type of reactions that can happen. Sometimes people can have the what do you mean? Of course, I'm going to make this happen. And it gives them that element of going, I can't entertain the thought of not making it happen. So therefore, it solidifies their commitment to making it happen. Does that make sense? So they might think about, well, what wouldn't happen if I don't get it? And that then gives them that little kick that they need to go, I'm not going to let that happen. So that's a really good positive way for you to go, that is the goal for me. It also can happen that you get excited about it, but something flags for you. You get that element of going, I really want to make this happen, but notice what comes up. That's where you might notice some fear or it might be some area that you're stuck in or you're blocked in as well. And that then allows you to go, right, I need to deal with that block to be able to make life as easy as I possibly can to make that happen. And that's where I spend a lot of my time coaching my clients where they're going after new goals and then they realize, especially if they're leveling things up, they might hit an upper limit as we talked about in previous podcast episodes or they just feel stuck or they feel blocked. And again, if that's the case, if you have something that pops up, you might go, ah, oh, but I feel stuck because I don't have clarity or it might be a conflict 
confidence or it might be a limiting belief or it might be past experiences that keep you going, is it going to happen? And is it okay for me to go after that because you might have been disappointed in the past or something didn't go the way that you expected? If that's the case, please do reach out to me. I'd love to help you. That's what I spend a lot of my time doing with unstuck coaching sessions. So again, if I can help, just let me know because I want to make sure that your goals are inspiring you into taking action and getting the results as well. So you can find out how to contact me in the show notes and as I say, the link below or at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 28. The other reaction that I can see often is that when you ask these questions, especially when you look at the other person and how they respond, they go, ah, it's not the end of the world, it's fine. Well, actually, if you're not really shaken up by not achieving those goals, okay, or actually achieving them, then that tells me that actually those goals are not compelling enough for you or there's something missing from those goals. And that could be because those goals are not current for you anymore. They might have been things that you thought you wanted to have happen before or you were going after, but life has changed. You've changed and you go, that's actually not for me. But you're still going after goals and I call them expired goals. And that's actually where you might need to do some updating of those goals as well. So remember, this is where if you're just like, oh, no worries, it's no bother, at least I've tried. But you'll know if you're just kind of, if it doesn't affect you enough, then mm -mm, it might not be the goal for you. Because again, are you going to put the time, the energy, the effort, the investment into making that goal happen if when you think about what would happen if you didn't do it or what would happen if you did do it, do you know what I mean? It doesn't inspire you to go, I want that, I'm hungry for that as well. But the flip side is also important, okay? I've also had people, when you ask these questions, they then go, it shakes them to the core in the element of, if it doesn't happen, like the world's going to end, I'm really going to be devastated. And I want to make sure that you don't put your goals in that high pedestal too much because that might mean that you put so much pressure on those goals, you've got so much attachment to it, and therefore you're actually putting more of a negative energy in it. And that can then mean that you're operating out of fear of it not happening or you're just not relaxing, you're not having fun around it. And again, that's where we might have to then work together to go, what do we have to do to tweak those goals so it doesn't overwhelm you? It doesn't kind of make you freeze at different points or get stuck even if you hit a snag or a roadblock as well. So I invite you to think about what was your reaction? Again, go with your gut. The first thing that pops in your mind, did it help you go, absolutely, this is the goal for me and it helps just to fire you up even more? Did it make you question, is it really your goal? Do you need to tweak it? Do you need to overhaul it or is it a fine tune? Or did it make you go, seriously, I just want to go and hide or is it somewhere in between? Because it gives you that element or that insight into what can you do to really make sure that you're focused on the right way to go after and make those goals happen. So have fun with these questions. Like I say, take your current goals on a test drive, go through those four questions, you'll see them in the show notes, and any new goal that you have as well, ask yourself these four magic questions and it gives you that chance to go, am I truly committed? And is the success rate of going after these goals high? Or if you're not necessarily inspired by them, or if you just get that feeling of there's something not quite right, it gives you a chance to focus on changing that right now, rather than going out there and actually not having the clarity or going after a goal that isn't your goal as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts in terms of this. So either reach out to me on my email at Osman, that's O-S-M-A-N at 
rapidtransformation.co.uk and if you're not a member of the free Facebook group, the Rapid Transformation Zone, then why not? You're missing out on lots of great interactions with fantastic people, then please do come over there. You can find a link in the show notes or you can hop over to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash Facebook and it'll take you straight into the invitation to join the free Facebook group as well. And finally, if you're already thinking about the next year and if you're thinking, right, enough's enough, I want to have the support, I want to be around like-minded people and a small group of people and having one-to-one support as well to help you rapidly grow your business, the doors will be opening for the next 90-day mastermind program. So please do reach out to me by email or drop me a message on Facebook if you're interested to find out more. And I'd love to be able to have a conversation to go, is it a good fit for you? And how do we make sure that we know what your 90-day goals will be and are you committed to make them happen as well? Because I only work with people that are really committed and motivated. So until next time, enjoy putting these into action and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.